Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 138 of Shades of Brown. Uh, uh, this week, it's going to be video games. There's, there's not much, there's not much going on. Um, I mean, well, I guess, I guess we could, we could say in advance, um, Cloudflare did go down for 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up, but, but. <laughs> It was only thirty minutes, and um, just to, just so we could hit the bingo card. Ha ha! Percentage of internet infrastructure chooses name big provider here. Ha ha! I think we I think we had our bid on that. I think I think we've covered <laughs> I covered the discourse. Yeah. Um, so so moving on. Speaking of discourse uh, and dunking on on companies, uh, let's let's start with Ubisoft, right? Yeah, yeah. Ubisoft had an event last week, right after we recorded, actually, on Sunday. Um, called Ubisoft Forward, where they actually went backwards. Yeah, so so let's 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 put it put put the set the stage here for Ubisoft, uh, and it's not going to be a pretty one. Uh, is that just before this event uh, was supposed to happen? Uh, there were uh, there were a lot of uh, allegations that came out from uh, Ubisoft employees, uh, former Ubisoft employees, I believe, too, right? Uh, about about like. Let's just put it this way: sexual harassment, sexual assault. Uh, I think we should put probably put uh, if you're talking about this kind of topic, we should probably put a content warning on. Oh, yeah, this, no, there'll definitely be a content warning section. on the um, on in the, in the show notes uh, because there. yes, uh, there is there is uh, there is uh, like the talk of sexual assault in, in here, and it, 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 a lot of allegations were made. Very high ranking Ubisoft professional Ubisoft uh, employees. These are like directors and like head of studios and stuff like that. Uh, and, and guess what they did? Uh, guess what happened? These people, they got, they got the dignity of resignation. They weren't even fired. Uh, they weren't even fired. This is what we call in the tech world for you video gamers out there. We call this an Andy Rubin parachute. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the Andy Rubin thing, right? Like it's you, you, you do something extremely shitty and because you are a, a white dude with in a high position, uh, it's not you, even white dude. It wasn't even white dude. The director of, um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, he's some kind of brown. That man's not white though. He's some kind of brown. No, that man's not brown. Uh, that's not, a man's not white. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like if you're a man in a high position, you could get away with a lot of things and including sexual assault, uh, including sexual harassment, including, uh, like lying, like basically lying, uh, with like basically breaking consent. It, it's like, it's all like so much shit happened. It's, you can go look it up if you really want. There's the thing, of- the thing that got me the most fucked up, right? Is like employees were like, Hey, this is fucked up behavior. You know, these, we're being coerced into doing things. We're being abused or being assaulted. You know, all these horrible things are happening. So let's go to HR. HR. Hey, y'all, here are some gift cards to shut your fucking mouth about this. It's, it's just like, it's not like, I'm, I'm not surprised in, by any of this. This is, this is not surprising to me. Any, any of these fucking video, triple A video game companies have all, all sorts of skeletons in their closet and like not even in their closet, right? These are like, some of these are like people, people have known about this. Like, this is like an open secret. Some of these people, people knew about their bad behavior inside Ubisoft, but they were, they, they never were able to do anything about that because they were in such a high position that they were basically untouchable, right? Like, no, allegation was going to stick until until enough people came out to press and press had like uh there was a Kotaku investigation right uh like grave allegations over like the yeah Ubisoft Toronto right um, like at uh one of its co-founders Maxime Beland like 
like allegedly choking a female employee at a work party. Man, she's like, how did that dude get off with that? Like, like that. Like, how did he get away with that? Like, it's like it's incredible. I mean, as someone who's worked at a startup and um can't say the name of the company or many details due to a non-disparagement clause I had to sign. Just a disclaimer here, but but just due to the, I mean, I could I could vaguely say that you know sh- things like that do happen and they sweep it under the rug because ultimately the. The way these companies are structured are that high performers tend to be given a lot more leeway on what they can do because there's perceived value to an employee. Whereas, say, someone who is not seen as such a quote-unquote high performer, which, of course, you know, these terms of metocracy and other terms about performance are are just made-up bullshit that actually aren't really real. And it's just more people aren't given resources. But besides that, it's just like they... Uh, like women, queer people. And it's like people in these positions are like... There is a culture of uh, it's a culture of like like sort of like silence, right? Like you do, you don't want to rock the boat too much because you wanna you wanna like make it in this industry. Like like if you're if you're a woman in in the video game industry and you're like I, I don't want to speak about this because I want to keep my job and I want I want to have a career because if if you start speaking up then you're gonna get guess what you're gonna get silently blacklisted from every AAA publisher. Uh, and like AAA developer, like you, you are, you're not going to be able to find a job. Like your career is on the line, depending on if you stay silent about some shitty behavior from, from somebody higher up in the company, right? Or what ultimately happens, and I think it's important to note this as well, is that people do still stay silent, but they still end up leaving the games industry because they, they, you know, they have nowhere else to, to go or nothing. They have nowhere else to, yeah, it's, it's like they don't want to stay there because it's traumatizing. And but they cannot like actually address the trauma and get some justice uh or any sort of any sort of any like even acknowledgement or like even sympathy because like it's just it's just such a sort of one sided situation in in favor of these companies because these companies are so opaque uh in their operations is that un- unless there's unless there's pressure press digging into it or some some people decide to come out to the press like what what is going to happen right and people are under ndas and people are under non-disparagement clauses uh and the, the people don't want to break those contracts because breaking those contracts means that you have to deal with guess what court court cases and like people are, people these people are not already not already in a bad situation they don't want to deal with like you know like the, all the power of a AAA publisher's money and the lawyers, like that's that's not yeah. So the power is not stacked not in their favor, and and despite this, despite all of this, uh, just before the Ubisoft Forward event, like Ubisoft couldn't even bother to have their their CEO record like a thirty second video clip and and be like, hey, we we know this is happening, we we are aware of the situation, we are we're addressing. It. They couldn't even fucking bother to do which it. is spectacular because they were like right they're like this is a pre-recorded event so we won't address this while we're taking allegations seriously is what they said on twitter but you know what's do you know what's fucking great about a pre-recorded event take your homeboy he got an iphone pull up that selfie cam record something send it to someone have them reopen the project in adobe premiere final cut right reopen it move just place a clip at the beginning of the timeline and guess what you have now addressed it in the final video you just re-export it it's almost as if you can slice in a video yeah it's like this is bullshit like you you can do this is this is not an excuse and it's like they just posted a tweet uh a screenshot tweet uh and um, let me just say they they posted it without without the hashtag the Ubisoft forward hashtag because guess what you know why they did this you know why you, like you know everybody's like they want to uh, bury it 
they want to bury it. They, they want to bury it and they know that there are people who are not aware, who don't follow game industry news, right? People who are not plugged into game, the game industry news, right? There are a lot of people. Majority of people are not plugged into game industry news, right? Majority of people are just buying Ubisoft games without being aware of this kind of thing because they're not following the game industry that closely. They're not reading Kotaku. They're not reading like other games publications. And like these people are gonna be like they're the Ubisoft is like we cannot we cannot put that in our Ubisoft forward where those kind of people might see it right they they want to bury bury it so that that's what Ubisoft is going into like before I start talking about the the games that they they showed off at at, at fucking uh, Ubisoft backwards uh, I'm gonna call it now uh they 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 did this they 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 did not even bother to put a pre like a small clip from the ceo or a high ranking uh person at ubisoft like it's it's like they they want this to go away as fast as possible they want this to go away before their games come out they they, they don't want this to be the highlight of of like, like when their games come out right but i hope uh, I know Polygon did this. Polygon was was mentioning a paragraph of this in all, all in the in their Ubisoft coverage for the, from the event. So good on them. I, more game journalists should keep up the pressure on this. I think. Like, no, I, I think it should be done for every game, right? I know we never talked about The Last of Us Part Two because fuck Naughty Dog, but I think a lot of coverage of The Last of Us Two have mentioned the crunch in it, right? And a Waypoint did when they talked when they had their eight hour, twenty hour. 40 hour i don't know how much of my life i lost to a <laughs> it's spoiler like cast six hours i think yeah, yeah and they six. mentioned it there and ultimately i think i think it's sort of you, do you know how um the verge right when they do tech reviews they have this press to continue where they have a box right in the review that says hey these are the amount of agreements and privacy policies that you have to accept before you can use this phone gadget or whatever ultimately I think a practice that really should be done in games writing is you mentioned a company, there should be a disclaimer box on every article about this company listing allegations, listing proven allegations, listing workplace conditions, reporting on that, right? Like when we talk about Cyberpunk 2077, which we inevitably will later in the year, like I'm going to mention at the same time. This is transphobic in multiple ways. This company has been known for it. And ultimately, coverage of that should, you know, include it. Because ultimately, the games themselves might fake not being political, but companies are made out of people and people are political. And a lot of people at these companies have shit politics. And that should be made aware to the people who are, who are, you know, trying to consume these games. Right. Uh, and it's, I think one of the things that comes up often is you should be aware of this. We're not trying to, uh, make you feel, uh, guilty about playing these games right well, it's not like, guilt I, I, even then right it's, it's about it's okay here's a good here's another example i guess i'm to put a content warning for food i'll do that but so it is in general a good thing to know where the meat you're eating comes from because it could have came from a polluted river and lots of places will tell you where they're where they source their ingredients not because i mean sometimes it can be co-opted right for like racist and xenophobic reasons but ultimately i mean i would want to know if the fish i'm eating right came from a river that has been polluted because people are dumping paint into it right i mean i know we obviously have lost for it's an exaggerated example but right it's something you'd want to know also that's why we have nutrition facts that's why we force on cigarettes right for it to be branded that hey this is this is cancerous if you smoke a bunch of cigarettes and the game that is a version of this where hey if i'm looking up an article i would want to know how much you know how how these studios run because ultimately that affects the game being created right like if the 
I remember Mortal Kombat 6, right? Like, developers, is it 6, whatever the latest Mortal Kombat game is, they ended up getting, like, having to go to counseling for like, PTSD because in order to make realistic animations, right? They were looking at actual dismemberment videos. Yes, uh, they were making... Uh, so this was from the latest Mortal Kombat game. Uh, I think this was a Kotaku article. I don't know if it was a Kotaku article, but uh, people were traumatized because they, like employees there were watching like extreme, like videos of extreme violence being done. Uh, and like it's, yeah, so that is, this is the thing. Like it's, we need to talk about these topics because, because not talking about it is not gonna, is like not talking about it, it doesn't make these things stop happening or they don't go away like they still happen and we got to keep talking about until they stop happening right like that's the and also games are like a product of labor and there's always a human cost to labor and ignoring the labor that goes into making something is just like some neoliberal it's, it's, it's disrespectful to the people who made it uh it is it is yeah it is disrespectful um so let's let's talk about these two two games that they that they ubisoft uh decided to uh Oh, we decided what was gonna be the showcase event for these two games. Uh, nothing else. Uh, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay, I'm just gonna say this like right now. I I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not in, impressed. I'm not I'm not interest. I'm not intrigued by this. Uh, I'm not intrigued by the setting, which is it is it is uh, set in uh you you play as a Viking, right? It's it's set in that sort of environment. It's 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 more RPG. Uh, more RPG stuff, which if you have played Odyssey, you know what are you getting into. So that's, that's not a surprise. It, it looks more like The Witcher 3 than it, like, than anything else, right? Like it, 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 I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Just by looking at the, uh, looking at the screenshots, looking at the, like, looking at, like, the, the setting, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Uh, I, like, what do you think? Like, what, what, like, looking at the footage, looking at the screenshots, like, what, 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 like, are you interested in this? Like, do, do you? We are, we are in a world's apart. Um, so if you have a bingo card right now, we're gonna have to create a new version of the bingo card. I should actually make a bingo, like, I should actually make a website with a bingo card. I think I'll, yeah, let me, give me one second. I'm gonna write a note to myself because we can host it at like bingo.twoshadesbrown.com or whatever. I need to set a reminder. I actually need to make, I keep referencing this bingo card and like, I kind of want a physical one. So they can make this joke even funnier so one moment make shades of brown bingo card fully in javascript there you go that's what mastodon loves loves a web app that's only javascript so anyways assassin's creed valhalla we are flipping the bingo card flipping the script as as the as the soundcloud trap rappers say because i'm actually i think i might pick this up at launch and granted we just had it. I need. I need to. Um, I guess firstly recognize the fact that we just like pointed out Ubisoft does horrible things, but ultimately when it comes to these games, these games are not their creators. And while the director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla is trash, who has left the company, but at the he's at the same time right. Like it's the same thing with Riot. I think where Riot is objectively a sexist company, but at the same time there are queer people and women and people of color who work there. Right, like there are a lot of you know, actual marginalized folks who work there. And it's, I can't tell you, or this is general you, right? The audience, right? You can choose if you do not want to support something. And that is ultimately always going to be your choice. But for this game, I actually believe that Ubisoft likely has a lot of people who are actually of color and queer working on these games, right? And because of that, you know, I'm okay supporting an Assassin's Creed game while still shit talking the company to death. Um, With that though, with that, 
I'm excited for this game because I hated The Witcher 3's movement. Like, there's something about CD Projekt Red games where it doesn't make me feel motion sick. It's just like, it, it, it doesn't look right to me, right? Like, it just feels awkward to play. It's just clunky. The animations are not, animations are not smooth, right? They, 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 they sort of feel like a little bit janky, right? Like, it, it, it's not. Yeah. It wasn't like fully heavy, right? Cause you can do heavy animations. Like, you can do like a heavy hit and it feels weightful and impactful and that's fine. I don't mind that. But it was like trying to be heavy and light at the same time. I don't, I just could not. I can stand fighting and, and moving in The Witcher 3. But ultimately, I love the environment of that game. And I also, unlike you, the best parts of Odyssey for me, because i am actually been going back through Odyssey because I've owned it for like two years now and never really like took the time to get into it. But I'm, I'm going back through Odyssey now. And it's ultimately the RPG parts of it are the parts that I like. Like I'm enjoying like upgrading weapons, going through that gear cycle and leveling up the character. And this game is a lot of that, but simplified and improved. Like, for example, the skill tree here makes far more sense than the one that Odyssey in Odyssey for me, because it has sort of like that Starfield style Skyrim or um, Final Fantasy X sphere grid upgrade path. And I actually think I've played games like it, so it doesn't bother me. And I'm not like it's an upgrade path. It doesn't like I don't think it's either good or bad. It's a thing, I guess, but it's not something that bothers me. Right. It's just it's just the RPG thing. Right. Right. It's I mean, these these games Assassin's Creed has had upgrade paths for a while now, so it's it's not it's not like the biggest. Also, it looks like there's not much ship combat, which is really what I'm here for. Because let me tell you, any quest I get in Odyssey, it's like we need to go sink um, sink some ships. Immediately abandon it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to bother with ship combat. Ship combat's bad in video games. Don't at me. I if this is literally like the how Assassin's Creed Odyssey plays, but with the environment of The Witcher Three, I'm okay with it. Like I'm here for this. I mean, it, I. I'm not like completely turned off by it. So it's not just that, not like I am like not going to play it or not even going to consider playing it. It's just from first impressions of this, it, I am not extremely intrigued by it. But like I was by the, I, like Origins was pretty interesting to me because ancient Egypt has always been a very interesting setting. Uh, and like Greece, it also was, it was a pretty interesting uh, setting for me. But like Viking, it's like the Viking stuff is not right now it's not very interesting to me so i'll have to wait till this comes out this is one of those things when it comes out where reviews come out i want i want to hear more about the story i want to hear more about the characters i want to get a feel for that before before i play this uh so it's not like one of those it's not one of the games where i'm like immediately intrigued so but it will see when this comes out if this is if this is something i want to play i'm not too bothered by the rpg elements i'm not like extremely against Assassin's Creed being an RPG, like that's not really a problem for me. Like it's fine, uh, it's, it's not a big deal. Uh, I kind of enjoyed some parts of it, uh, but we'll see. Uh, we will see if this is this is any good. I'll just say like the screenshots right now don't, don't look particularly good, but I don't think that's. Uh, I think we should also point out too that all of these demos were shown to journalists over Parsec, which is like a GeForce Now game streaming style service. But Parsec can be used for like internal development and stuff. So. I think we just we I don't think we can really judge a lot of this gameplay until like we're sent proper you know actual rips from a, a real system running it locally. Right, right. So I, I I'm gonna like I'm gonna hold off final judgment on this until this actually comes out and we get proper high res screenshots and actual actual reviews uh, before before I wanna if you want to consider if I want to pick this up or not. Uh, the other game um, is this the other big uh, franchise, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, not Assassin's Creed, sorry, Watch Dogs Legion. 
Um, this one got delayed, right? This one was supposed to come out earlier this year, I think. September. Uh, no, March, September. March. March. Jesus, imagine this game came out in March. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they would have seemed um, so prescient. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, so... This one is even less interesting to me. To be, if I'm being, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, this is even less interesting to me than than, and I, and I say this as as a fan, as somewhat of a fan of Watch Dogs Two. I thought Watch Dogs Two was pretty all right until a certain story beat happened. But like, I thought Watch Dogs Two otherwise was a very interesting character. Uh, it had interesting characters. Uh, it had interesting story beats. It had some. Uh, it had an interesting world design. Like the like the villains were cool. The villains were uh, funny. Uh, like villains were over the top and uh, exaggerated, but it was it was kind of funny. And I was like, it was okay. And like I enjoyed Watch Dogs too enough to be interested in the next one. But from what I've seen of this so far, what whatever cachet they picked up with with the characters in Watch Dogs too, they just throw it away with. with there are no of, characters. There are no characters. <laughs> it's project characters, right? It's um, procedurally generated. Uh, NPCs that you can recruit to be part of your death side crew, right? Like it's like you you recruit character, you recruit people from the streets, and, and you can play as them, and and you, you they they have different uh they have different skill sets, right? You can use like you have to use certain skill sets for different missions. I'm guessing probably, uh, and I, that's just not particularly appealing to me. Like I I am not a fan of that, right? I, I'm not sure. Like 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 I'm not a fan of that because it's like. If they did a focus story with with a protagonist, and even if it was bad, at least I could have been like, okay, the protagonist was was something. But this is just gonna be like it's it's really gonna depend on if some if any of these NPCs are actually interesting and the prog gen is actually good or like it's so much is dependent on the prog gen here. It's 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 a big bet that they're making here on on, on the on the fucking prog gen. Uh, and from otherwise like the like this like this like the London city stuff looks mildly interesting it's it it looks okay like i'm not particularly like extremely excited about it it's it's fine um i just want to i just want ubisoft to make a game in toronto so i can i can talk about the city more uh but did it blast drake the entire you could be running through the six while running through the six while hacking around the six they, they should like if they if they make a game in Toronto they should they should get some Drake songs in, in the radio uh, for no, sure. No, uh, Drake doesn't need any more money. <laughs> it's it's uh, so it's fine. It, it's it's okay. Like I'm the, 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 there's going to be ray tracing in this game, which is a thing you can you can see if you watch the Digital Foundry video on it. If that if that's your kind of thing. Uh, but other than that, I'm I'm like I'm mildly. I'm 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 like yeah it's it's it, I'll just it's another one of those like I'll wait until it comes out and see like how how it's gonna be so 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 what do you think like how do you like what do you think about Watch Dogs as a whole like do you care about the series or so I got Watch Dogs two um, recently I've always I've had Watch Dogs one but I never really like played it because Watch Dogs one story is was bad, bad. Don't that story it. just, yeah. I'm just gonna say it's bad and do, I, everybody should skip Watch Dogs one it's 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 really it's just bad. Uh, so. This is another game I'm going to pick up on sale, I feel like, because ultimately, when I was like, if it's like 10 bucks, I'll pick it up, but I wouldn't get it full price, mostly for the fact of that the parts of I've been going through Watch Dogs 2 a little bit, and the parts I actually liked was like, oh, this story, like, it's kind of interesting. I mean, before I haven't gone to the beat you're talking about, but ultimately, like, at least the world building's there, right? And 
like the gameplay is fun i don't like any of the stealth stuff and it's just sort of like it's a game series that feels like the concept is great but the execution they just haven't found the right execution yet right of this of it it's yeah it's it's uh it's not they haven't quite nailed it like and and they're changing it up again and uh, this is going to be another bet to see that's the thing right like the thing i was like if, if they like with Watch Dogs 2, right? If they took that, like, we have a single character, you play a story as him, and they just like iterated on the gameplay and made some of like, and made it like better to play, I feel like that would have been a better direction to go into instead of Total War Watch Dogs. Yeah, I, I would have liked that more. Yeah. Yeah, I would have, like, that would have been a better, like, they should have iterated on the existing idea, like, of, of having a single protagonist uh, and, a, and a group of, like main characters, uh, main characters that interact with as a protagonist, right? Like, like they did in Watch Dogs Two. I really like the Watch Dogs Two characters. Like, they're, they're all they're all pretty interesting and unique, right? Uh, you also uh, have black like, characters. Yeah, in the that, game, black, which is two great. black characters actually. Um, so, which is which is fairly impressive for a AAA video game, apparently. Uh, so, so you know that 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 that's the thing. But like this, they're just like throwing all of that away, and uh, it's it's gonna either work okay or it's, it's gonna be pretty bad like i i don't have high hopes for the project stuff uh at the moment um so so we'll see uh how it's gonna be um is that it do you have like any other thoughts before we before we move on to, to the next i mean hyperscape technically launched we played a couple games of it but i don't think we have much thoughts about hyperscape right now uh, it's 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 fine it's it's uh it's the ubisoft battle royale game uh it's it's okay it's, it has some interesting ideas uh I, I like i'm terrible at it but it's 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 okay uh so let's let's talk about the the big uh game release this this came out uh, on Friday. Um, is Ghost of Tsushima? This is gonna be the last PS4 exclusive to come out. Like, I don't think there are any other exclusives scheduled to come out, right? Uh, so this is gonna be the last exclusive on this fucking console generation uh, for the PS4 Sony one, anyway. Uh, so Ghost of Tsushima, as Chosa would put it, Assassin's Creed Japan. And get, uh, you know what I'm gonna say? This is this is gonna be. I don't know. Some Assassin's Creed fans are going to be mad. This is like the good Assassin's Creed. This is the Assassin's Creed, like from, from like Assassin's Creed 2 era Assassin's Creed. This is not the Assassin's Creed from the RPG era Assassin's Creed. This is not Origins or Odyssey. This is more like, I mean, it has some or- elements of the Origin and Odyssey stuff. Like, like, like it does have some of them, but it is more like, it's more like Assassin's Creed 2 than it is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm enjoying it a great deal. I've been playing it. I was playing it all day yesterday. Uh, I've, I've been playing it since Friday. It's, it's, I've been enjoying the combat systems a lot. I've been enjoying the world design a lot. Uh, I've been enjoying sort of like the, uh, the movement stuff in it. Like the movement is very smooth and, and co- like animation issues notwithstanding. It, it looks, it looks incredible. Like it, it is extremely impressive. What what Sucker Punch has been able to do with the limited hardware of the PS4 and the PS4 Pro to to achieve, especially on the PS4 Pro, it's a, it's a if you play it on the uh, higher frame rate setting, right? Like the two options. So we should talk about that. Like there higher there's a higher frame rate uh, option and a higher resolution option, right? Um, and which one is the one that gives you a stable 30? I think it's the... Uh, frame rate one. Frame the, rate will give you a stable 30. It's the frame rate one, right? Because frame rate runs frame at 1080p, rate? and the quality one runs at 1800p. 
Okay, so I I actually switched it to the higher frame rate one. I mean, I didn't notice any difference, to be honest. If I'm being honest, and I'm playing on a I'm playing on a PS4 Pro, uh, so and I haven't noticed any particular difference between the two modes. And it's, if there is a difference, it's it's very subtle. Uh, well, it's also it's so it's mostly in um, certain areas. Like Digital Foundry was saying that when it drops in 1800p mode, um, I forgot the area, but it's like the area with the cherry blossom. There's the wind and all the leaves are blowing around, right? Because of the particle effects that are hitting the GPU at that high resolution, it starts to drop there. But it's mostly like it goes to 28 frames per second, right? It never like hits below 25 or anything. Yeah, like it's that. not that. Yeah, if, if it drops to 28, it's like you're not gonna immediately know. Like I'm not. I haven't. That's the thing. Another thing is like I haven't noticed any frame drips. Uh, frame drips. Frame drops. Frame um, drips. <laughs> you'll frame me, you got too much frame drips and frame times too high. <laughs> <laughs> Your frame drips. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't noticed any any frame drops while I'm playing it. Like it's the game runs extremely smoothly on the PS4 Pro. Uh, like the combat, like the 30 FPS is steady and it feels good. But I can tell like the console is going, bro. It is. It's. It's, and it's some of that liquid every, metal thermal conducting that grizzly stuff. It's it's using every single ounce of CPU and GPU power that it has, right? Like you can hear the fans going full blast, especially when there are a lot of like weather related uh, particle effects and stuff like that. Like if whenever the weather kicks up a lot, you can, you can feel you can hear the PS4 like revving up its fans because it's it it is using every like it's using every ounce of resource that that the the PS4 systems have and it, it it shows and to its credit it looks the weather stuff looks incredible uh i would say the story stuff is fine it's it's i don't have a comparison point to what this is what this game is trying to do which is basically copy uh, try to be a samurai movie in a video game, right? Uh, I, I don't have. And I think one. we should point out that right that it's not like whereas Assassin's Creed tends to more, especially more recent ones, sending more true to life in the representations of the world. Like this is a made up location. Tsushima is an actual place, yes, but this is not actual Tsushima. This is like a interpretation of what it would be. This is like Kojima's version of America and Death Stranding, right? Right. right. Um, and it is, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's, it looks incredible. Like, the, the island looks like, I haven't even seen the full island yet. And the whatever I've seen of it is, it looks uh, incredible. There is, let's talk about the combat system for a moment. I think, I, I think the combat system is worth mentioning. And I would say the combat system is sort of a, uh, um, like a s- streamlined, simplified versions of of like something like Sekiro, right? It is it is not quite like the FromSoft Dark Souls style, but it's not quite like the Arkham style either. It's it's, uh, it's a lot of the combat is dependent on dodge dodges and parries, right? You you uh, like there's a concept in this game called the perfect parry, which is like if you hit the parry timing. Just bef- like just if the window is pretty small. If you just hit the right timing, you get a perfect value, which staggers the enemy. Right? It it it. If you hit a perfect value, it automatically st- staggers the enemy, and we get the chance to immediately counterattack and do a bunch of damage. It's especially, uh, especially useful like in boss in in the boss fights that you have to do in this game. There's there are a few boss fights. Uh, the that the the parry system works. Like whatever you like the. the there's a, the parry and the perfect parry. So if you hit the parry, it's like it's, it doesn't do the stagger, but it will block the attack. And I have found that it is very fun to be sort of like do the whole dance. It sort of feels like a dance, right? Like uh, 
like basically what are you doing is you're parrying you're you're dodging you're the, there are some un, like un, unblockable attacks like especially like from uh from like these heavy enemies that have spears and then uh, axes and uh heavy weapons like you can't like those attacks those enemies are slow but their attacks are unblockable right so you have to dodge out of the way and it, like you can dodge and you, as you, as much as you upgrade the your dodge and you can like do immediate counterattacks you can like you can like there's a lot of upgrade possibilities that has so many upgrade trees in this game there's the upgrade trees for the for the basic combat systems for for attack and evasion there is the the upgrade trees for the ghost which is for the stealth system. So you get a bunch of stealth abilities, right? Like you get all these, like, uh, like you get smoke bombs, you get these, uh, like you get these like wind chimes, like stealth, the wind chimes that distract your enemies and stuff like that. Like there's, there's, there's like three different, uh, upgrade trees in this game, right? Like there, there's, you can upgrade your weapon. Like you get specific swords, different kinds of swords, uh, different kind of there's there's ranged combat with with bows and you can get different kinds of bows. There's a long bow and a short bow. Um, you can upgrade each of them separately. So there's a bunch of upgrade paths in this game, and and this is a game where uh, you, sh- you you like upgrading all the stuff is not particularly difficult, but you have to do the side stuff. Like if you don't do the side stuff, I feel like you're not gonna be able to grind out all the uh, upgrade trees. Uh, so if you if you wanna if you wanna unlock all, all of the different abilities and the and the upgrades to the various stances so you have different stances uh which i didn't even get into like there's there's the rock stance there's the water stance there's like these stances are they do different kinds of attacks and are effective against different kind of enemies like one, the first one you get is effective against swordsmen then you unlock the water stance which is effective against enemies with shields right like you can switch in stances in the middle of combat uh so yeah, it's it it has a lot of these uh things in the combat going on. So it's very interesting from a combat perspective. It's pretty fun to be able to pull off like cool little uh parries and dodges and yeah, so it's pretty fun. Um as far as the story goes, I would say it's it's very it's not doing anything particularly complicated from from like a story perspective like the characters are fine the voice acting is pretty damn good and the english the english voice acting is is solid uh and the uh the story is just basically about a samurai who who's trying to basically basically like in conflict within themselves about the, the, the samurai code versus versus playing as a basically playing as a ninja when you're assassinating these these mongols it's like that's that's a big story beat right uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of uh samurai honor stuff going on uh so that, that that's that's like ghost of tsushima there's a, i mean i'm still making my way through the game uh, i like i spent most of yesterday just doing side quests instead of doing the main quest because it's just fun to just wander around the world doing side quests. Uh, so that that's not what that kind of game is. So so before like, I, do you have any thoughts before we wrap? Like, I guess this episode. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I think there's a conversation to be had, and one that I don't exactly have the range to have, but just want to bring attention to with this game, where it's interesting to see that there's a Western discourse sort of going on about it, where you have Asian American folks who are writing about it and speaking about it a little bit differently than the actual Japanese press are. Because if you look at, say we have the Famitsu um, review linked in the uh, show notes and, and yeah, if you just Google translate it, it's good enough that you'll understand what they're saying. They say that they see this as a sort of 
it is a accurate depiction to what Japan would have been in their own eyes as someone who is Japanese and you know lives in Japan and that they don't see it as a disrespectful sort of take on the culture. Whereas I've seen on Twitter and I need to find some threads to put them in the show notes for some folks have kind of been like, this is a little bit of tinge of Orientalism in the game from that perspective. And this is more, I guess, of an open call of if you, if you are writing or if you have any, if you know of any good articles sort of going into this, please send it our way. Cause I'm, this is something I'm interested in with this game. Um, because it's sort of, it's like soccer punch is an entirely white studio, right? Like soccer punch is not a Japanese studio. They're an American studio. So yeah, it's an American studio. Um, and yeah, like it, it shows that it's an American studio. Like I, even though I'm not familiar with Samurai, you know the Kurosawa mode, right? Have you actually tried that? Have you tried the Kurosawa? Mode I yet? have not tried the Kurosawa mode. Um, uh, but I have seen what it looks like. Which breaks accessibility yes. on the game, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't actually help you that much. It actually makes the game harder to play. Uh, because a lot of lot of the combat cues, like the combat, especially the cues for when you have to parry, come from color related stuff. And uh, that that goes away when you enable the cross arm when it makes the game pretty hard to play especially the combat stuff also about black and white uh, color grading here as someone who is a actual fan of black and white films um i guess we're adding that to the bingo card now yeah let's add shows talks about their love of old films so when you have black and white films right you can't just kind of remove color and then you expect it to work because ultimately black and white are colors no it it didn't just remove color it's it's a little bit more they did like it's not like a just a just a black and white filter right it's it's it, from what i've seen it looks like it because if you the thing is this is good black and white film right it it plays with the fact that there are only two colors right and the different shades of it to help tell the story you can't you have to reshoot things and regrade things right if you're doing them in black and white right that's why like with film you can't always be like oh we'll make a black and white version of this film just by like going into adobe right and changing the color balances so there's no color in it right turn that slider all the way to black and white that doesn't exactly work um i think like a good Good example of this, and I won't, and I will keep this tangent short. I promise. A good example of this is a the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. It's a German film from like the 1920s, where ultimately this is there's sort of two sides to the story, where it's like someone a, a patient in a institution, and then a man out in the streets who thinks the a doctor is trying to kill him, and. In order to the big twist, and I'm spoiling it a hundred year old movie, do not get mad at me. <laughs> the twist of it is that the man wakes up at the beginning of the movie and he spends the entire movie at this like fair in different parts of the town trying to give it to people as doctors out to kill them. But at the end of the movie, it's actually shown that he's been an inst- institutionalized the entire time and the doctor is his therapist. And the way that they poke at that is different scenes will have different shades of, of black and white um, a- areas, right? They sort of like go super harsh for like some scenes to sort of show that, oh, there's something more going on here than what the narrative is leading you to believe. And that similar use of color there is something that n- needs to be done to tell an effective story in black and white. And from what I've seen of it, I've not played it, but from I've seen a gameplay of the Kurosawa mode, it does none of that. And I'm sort of disappointed because I, in theory, like honestly, I would a game that is only black and white could be done very well. Like an actual, like honest to God game that's only black and white and it's thoughtful in its execution. I'm actually here for that. I would love to play something like that, but I don't think this is it. No, this, I, this, yeah, it's, 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 it tried, but it's, it's not, it's not quite like the game was designed firstly with being, with having colors. Uh, so, so it's it's not as it's not as easy as just changing the filter. It's it's yeah, as you said, it's it's not a matter of just just the 
it's also the other colors and how other objects interact with the colors. It's it's a lot. It's it's more complicated than you think. So so I, I haven't tried the Kurosawa mode, and I like it's it's fine. Like I know what it looks like. I'm not particularly interested in it. I've never seen a Kurosawa movie. So also, they probably really... just put it as a gimmick, right? I I don't think they actually put yeah, that much just, thought into it. I don't think they meant it to be like you can do cool screenshots with it, right? That you can turn it on, you know, like have some cool cool screenshots. You can you can. Oh, speaking of screenshots, oh the photo the mode, photo right? Mode in, right. The whole, I haven't really played around with it a lot, but bro, you can make you can make that PS4 fan get loud. From what I've heard, it's extremely powerful. Like you can manipulate the weather with it. You can you, the animations are still going, so the animation engine still works. You can you can make like still images with with like animations, and like it's really and you can have tracking shots. Like, excuse me, like. Um, like this game is very proud of its photo mode and it shows because they put it on a, on a single button press and easily access it at any time. And it's like, it's a very powerful, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I just want to see a gallery. Do you know what it'd be like a good, a good Mastodon account idea? Someone doing nothing but just art, you know, the art Mastodon accounts, but it's just photos taken with a game's photo mode, right? Just different games, photo modes. I would love that. I would, I would, I would, yeah, I would love to see that. And I want to see, like, I would love to see, like, an, like a, like somebody doing, like, like, a, like a photo mode, somebody who's good with, like, you know, actual photography and understands how to frame shots and things like that. Uh, and use this photo mode to its full effect. I want to see some cool shit. I bet there's already some cool shit. I've seen some cool screenshots already. Uh, and it is very powerful. And I'm looking forward to what people can do with, with the, with the photo mode as they figure it out. Um, it's always nice to see, like, like, like developers being proud enough of their visual fidelity and, and the, and the quality of the game to put the photo mode right, right in at a button press. It's not even in an options menu or anything. Exactly. So you like when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, they're going to be so proud of their transphobia that they'll put a photo mode right there. <laughs> 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 that's that's a horrible joke so, so i i would say i'm 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 the overall my overall sort of thought on this game is it it is it is a it is a fine game like it's it's it doesn't do anything particularly wrong but it's it's not doing anything particularly uh innovative otherwise uh like outside the sort of like the wind guidance system where you where he's, oh, it uses the uh, touchpad on the on the PS4 controller a lot, actually, which is, I suppose, a kind of unique. Um, it uses that to like, like you, you press a uh, swipe up from the bottom, it it will, it will, it will, the wind will blow in the direction that you're supposed to be going. Like you, if you select a marker on the on the map, it'll pump. Like the wind will blow in that direction, right? Uh, it's it's really fucking cool. Uh, and like, there's also like I think if you swipe from left to right. Uh, Sakai, like if his sword is out, Sakai would put away his like put away his sword in a cool, very cool animation. I, which I real like whoever did the animation for the for the sword, like like taking out the sword and putting putting the sword back in. Yeah, you did a fantastic job. Shout out, shout out to that to that animator who, who probably spent like an entire month doing those animations uh, because because those are some fucking really good fucking animations. Uh, so so good job. Uh, I would say it's just a it's a solid. Eight out of ten game is what I would say, right? Like if you if you're gonna rate, rate a game, it will be like this is like a solid eight out of ten. It's not doing particularly, it, like it's not innovating in a, a lot, but it's not doing anything particularly wrong. It has like all the right open world stuff that you want, uh, which I which I wanted, like you know the the side quests, the collectibles, uh, the upgrade trees, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm enjoying. You can also you can pet the foxes in this game, so you know. Uh, 
the forties are gonna love that. Uh, so that's so it's so it's fine. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so that's that's Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it's 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 all right. Uh, let's let's wrap this up as always. Uh, show notes on twoshadesofbrown.com. Uh, contact at twoshadesofbrown.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us uh, if you, if you, if you're playing Ghost of Tsushima, send us your your photo mode screenshots. You know, I want to see them. If you're also Asian and uh, writing like any sort of crit from that perspective, I'm very interested because all the reviews I have seen so far have been from a white perspective, which is fine. But ultimately, I'd like you know more diverse range so yeah if you know of any good articles i definitely send it our way yeah definitely send send uh like if you're a japanese person i don't know if you have if you have any japanese people listening to our podcast but if you know somebody who did maybe a write-up or or a twitter thing uh, on 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 this game and what, what it's doing with with the representation of japanese culture from this era uh Feel free to email us, contact at Jushin Brown, and also you can find me on the Fediverse at PacketCat at 10forward.social and on my website, sidexave.com and patreon.com slash PacketCat if you want to support my uh, Overwatch League writing and stuff like that. And so, so where, where do people find you on, on, the, on the great wide internet? Um, you can find me on the Cloudflare, Amazon, AWS, free. Actually, no, my website's a GitHub page. It might not. I don't know. Actually, if it's it's definitely it might actually <laughs> it's, go it's down because the Cloudflare. Never mind. No, um, it's on GitHub. It's but you can find me on the free range internet. Oh God, that's that sounds like an anti-vaxxer thing. But <laughs> this is a train wreck of an outro. Jesus, you can find me preparing for us to spend four hours talking about Halo Infinite next week on Mastodon at chosefine at twitter.xyz and my website chosefine.website. And with that. Goodbye. Bye.